Welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I am your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about walking. It is such a special topic for Clubfoot cuties and their parents alike, and honestly, one of the topics that I receive the most messages about on my social media accounts. I'm going to talk about our experience with our cutie walking, and as usually as usual, I want to preface that by saying that this is our specific experience and not meant to be generalized to all clubfoot kiddos out there. I want to honor that everyone's experience is different, and therefore their personal journey through walking may be different than what I discuss here, and that doesn't mean that if your experience is different, there's something less than or wrong with your experience. Will my clubfoot cutie walk normally? That's the question that I have gotten on social media. And from our experience as of now, which our child is three and a half, my answer is yes. Like, she has walked normally. And does she walk like her peers? So the non-clubfoot peers, does she walk like them? And the question, the answer to that is I'm not sure. I think I took for granted with my older two girls, I never watched them walk the way I watch our cutie, right? Like, I don't examine their gait and think, oh, they're walking this way or that. Oh, did she lift her foot there? Oh, why is she kind of sidestepping? Oh, why is it when she dances, she does this little weird shuffle? Like, I think, I don't know. I can, because I don't have really a frame of reference to compare it to because I didn't spend time thinking about it. It wasn't even on my radar. Like when they learned to walk, my older girls, they learned to walk and it was exciting, but it wasn't nearly um, the developmental milestone that we experienced with our cutie. And it wasn't examined as much. So do I think that our cutie walks normally compared to her peers? I would say yes, I think she does. And In fact, I think that she's really, really active and I don't, I don't see a difference. Now that doesn't mean that I haven't found myself really anxious in watching her like a hawk. Like I literally do. I watch her walk all the time and we went through a very kind of, um, anxiety-ridden experience where she has a proclivity to stand, just stand, not walk, with her left foot like on her toes, so with her heel up. And I started to really worry that that meant that she was relapsing or losing sort of flexibility in her ankle or mobility because toe walking is is one of the signs of a club foot relapsing. So I got really concerned that that was happening for her. And to the point that we sent pictures and messages and 
communications with her doctor, who frankly doesn't live in the state, so we didn't, it wasn't like something that we could just take her to an appointment immediately. And this was honestly right before the whole world shut down for COVID. So we, I was, I, our schools closed on a Friday, and my husband was home from work on that Friday, and this was happening the Wednesday prior to that. So I was like, okay, well, how am I going to get her out there? How am I going to go for a checkup? Like that sort of thing. And then the whole world kind of stopped, and I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll just have to settle for videos. And um, and then in the end, even after we've seen her doctor in person, her flexibility is great. And, it, and her flexibility never changed, which is one of the great things about those stretches, right? Is because I knew that her flexibility was still the same um, because of the ankle dorsiflexion stretch we were doing every night. And I could get that same range that I could always get. So I knew it wasn't a flexibility thing. So after seeing, we went and saw her PT in person a couple times in between before when we could get to her clubfoot doctor due to COVID. And uh, he said that some kids just have that proclivity to stand that way. That's just the way that they hold their feet. And I would never know whether my older girls did that because I didn't pay attention, frankly. I just wasn't, wasn't even on my radar. But because she has clubfoot, I'm always watching and examining and worrying and wondering and thinking, is this normal? Is that normal? Is this, um, you know, <laughs> I don't, it just, it's kind of an interesting experience that I don't think people who don't have clubfoot kids can fully understand is that worry, but also like the pure joy and excitement of watching your kid develop and walk and learn to explore the world on these feet that we have all worked so hard to get. And I remember her walking for the first time and she was about 14 and a half months before she really was, okay, I'm going to actually make steps not like just stand up in the middle of the room, but then sit back down. And I still just distinctly remember like how special that moment was. And we just, it just, there's no way to really verbally explain how amazing it was to watch your child do the thing that you wanted them to do for so long. Like, thing that you had worked so hard for. I worked so hard and dealt with so many sleepless nights and such a cranky baby through 23-hour wear for that moment, for her to be able to use her feet the way they should be used. And I think it was just, I took so many videos of her walking. I mean, I just couldn't stop. It was just an endless amount of videos of her walking everywhere and I um it was really special and you know my older two girls learned to walk right around that same time frame they were both about 14 months before they were fully walking so she was maybe a couple weeks behind where they were so we didn't have any um delay in that we didn't experience that I know some clubfoot kids do and I think if it's something that you're concerned about with your child like absolutely check in with your doctor or your physical therapist, or just for you to get a baseline on what what 
should be expected because I know that it's different, like I said, for every kid. And I think that it's walking. I think the other thing that I didn't realize and that I want other clubfoot parents to know and is that walking is like really specific to different people is what I've learned. Like everybody has a special, like a gait and the way that they walk. And I think so too much comparison may not be a good thing. So maybe it's good that I didn't have my other girls to compare to because I don't know what that would have been like. I think everybody walks differently. They stand differently. I think they, I mean, I think we all have kind of the same metrics, but it's very individualized. And I kind of went into this thinking it was going to be more generalized and that everybody kind of does the same thing. But as I talked to our physical therapist and we kind of watched her develop, I just started to realize that like, oh, like sometimes the way people walk is like really specific and, and, you know, can be more individualized to them. And I think another part that that really drove home to me was about when I learned that you're really not supposed to pass shoes on to other people because you have your own, like the way you walk makes imprints in the shoes. And so it it forms differently to your feet based on the way that you walk and you move. And that doesn't mean that I don't, I mean, my cutie still wears some of, I mean, she's got two older sisters, so she's got some shoes that are past hand-me-down, but a lot of like her real, her real, like, I'm going to use these shoes a lot, the tennis shoes, the boots, that sort of stuff are, we buy new for her, um, if we can, just so that she's, you know, not walking in her sister's shoes, which just sounds funny, but it's more like they're, she's kind of creating her own path in the shoe with the, with her specific gait and it's tailored and formed around her feet, which I'm sure are different than her sister's, just like her other sisters are different. But I never even thought about that with my older girls. I just pass those shoes on thinking, oh yeah, great. And if whatever I buy for the oldest is just going to get used for all of them. So, um, But I think that that's the piece of, like, the walking is different for everybody. And so I think there's a really easy way for us to get trapped in this idea that, okay, so this is when this person was walking, and my my cutie should be walking the same time, or my cutie started walking way earlier than everyone else, or mine walks a little bit like this, or, you know, maybe walks with their, you know, toes pointed inward, and... Um, if you have questions about it, reach out to your doctor, reach out to your medical team and just say, Hey, like, this is what I'm seeing. Is this normal? So that they can give you a baseline and then you're not overtly worried about it for no reason. Um, and I think just enjoy it, like enjoy the walking and know that everything that you have done up to this point, up to that moment when they start to walk was for that moment. And for just the movement forward for them, from everything that goes from after walking, right? The running, the jumping, the skipping, the um, the crazy dancing, which we have a lot of. That's all what you've worked for. So enjoy that with, you know, you can, obviously, I have a lot of anxiety about it. And I still watch her and still look at the way she walks all the time. But I think... 
take moments and just think about how far you guys have come and enjoy especially those early moments of walking um, because they're really special for Clubfoot kids. So as always, thank you for listening. And if you found this episode helpful or you know another person who would benefit from it, please share it. And if you need to get in contact with me directly, you can go to my website at marinehoff.com or my Instagram account at Clubfoot Chronicles Mom. Till next time.